most unorthodox show on the globe. As always, I'm your host, one of your hosts, Myra B. King. And it's your boy Mojo in the building. And we have another special guest with us, as usual, the People's Herbalist. Sir, let them know who you are. What's going on, everybody? My name is Danny. I go by the People's Herbalist. I am an herbalist up in New York, New Jersey area. I have a specialty in adaptogen herbs. And my focus is stress relief, immune function, and hormone balance. How did you how did you get into that? That's not something too typically that we run across uh, people being interested in those fields like that. So how did you how did you get into that? What you know, what caused that? If uh, you know what? A lot of people's story starts from tragedy. Right. Um, I fell into herbalism after I seen a lot of close family members and friends. Right. Most of my, a couple of my best friends, their fathers passed away from cancer. And I always knew that there was alternative ways in dealing with that sickness and I haven't heard anybody really delve too far deep into it so I looked into it more found cannabis and other herbals unfortunately cannabis and the laws wouldn't allow me to kind of pursue that to help so I looked into other herbs and I just kind of said what is the best herb on the planet that was kind of my question my goal to find the best herb and I found a category of herbs called adaptogens, and they are really for stress relief. And I went to school, you know, for sociology and psychology. So social work was my thing. And dealing with people in their environment has always been, you know, my, my, my claim to fame. I always wanted to help people feel better wherever they're at, no matter what they're dealing with. So the baseline of all issues, whether it be physical or emotional, is stress. So if I can find an herb that can help reduce a person's stress, then a, a, essentially a rising tide raises all ships, whether it comes from, you know, emotional health, psychological health issues, whether it comes from high blood pressure or whether it comes from, you know, high blood sugars. They, those are all driven by stress related issues. So um, finding those herbs, I knew I had something really special and I just, you know, reading things. I think that's really important, you know, reading studies and, and reading from other experts and their experiences. But for me, experimentation is everything. So I started to do experimentations with these herbs. And um, from my personal experience, what I saw was groundbreaking. And I decided to pursue full time hard body. As you should. Now, what did you see that was uh, groundbreaking um, <clears throat> into exploring herbs? Because there's been a few people are fraudulent when they do it like they and sometimes people don't even know much ab about it you see people oh I'm, I'm selling this oh get your tea you know get yeah. this you know what i mean i'm sure we've all have saw that so yeah essential oils and all of that good stuff right exactly so what about you is is different organic got you oh well just to, to talk on that there's a lot of people that I mean, there's a lot of information out there and it's easy for somebody to read and regurgitate information as if they know it firsthand, right? Mm -hmm. I, I decided to take all of those things, take them into account, but always question them until I actually can do what they say. I see the herbs doing what the research is showing in real time with a real person that can give me real feedback. And that's what makes it real for me. So, you know, I, I can, I talk by experience, you know, when I tell, when I say something is really good for this, that means I saw it, not because I read it. And that's, uh, and, and at the end of the day, there's always a really important 
caveat to add is not every single person is the same. So there will be a herb that works for a group of people that may not work for a, another group of people. But at the end of the day, if there is hope for one, there's hope for others. And then, you know, the variables we can work out along the, along the way. But making sure that people understand that it's valid and it works, it comes from people's testimony. And that, that's where I think that's why I differ from others. I don't like to do drastic marketing or, or trying to promote myself. I like to promote the results and the results is what everything that's that's what matters. Can you explain what herbs is for, uh, I know it may seem, you know. Right. Okay, but, I give you. I mean, uh, we have a okay, young you, audience. Right, so yeah. just, you know, and explain what herbs is and the, and the importance of it, you know what I mean, versus, you know, I know we have all this medicine and stuff, but a lot of people don't know where that herbs and these spices and these uh, natural he <clears throat> healing healings. Healing, uh, like you said, remedies is actually where it derived from. A lot yeah. of people are not aware of that. So, could you, you know, explain that? Like right. Um, so, herbs in general, they are plants. So they are plants, but they have medicinal value. So there's something that you eat. I want I want everyone to recognize that a herb is something that you consume. It's a food. It is not a drug. It is not a medicine, and it does not cure. Now, this is one of the big parts that really throws people off, especially young upcoming herbalists or individuals that know about herbs or the historic teachers that have been claiming that herbs cure. The power comes from the human body being able to function at a normal and accurate level. The herbs only help that process. So an herb will be, a, like I said, it could be a root, it could be a fruit, it could be a leaf, it could be a bark, it could be anything in a botanical, but it has these medicinal values that help your body function at a higher level. So I think that's the, the basics, the basis of what herbs are um, and the value of what they have. Like they said, they have medicinal value, but they do not cure. So right? when they, Lee Chapa came out and said that he can cure but uh he's gonna, gonna cure yeah, a whole he, bunch of stuff by the end of the year. Yeah, I'm gonna have he's he's gonna buy it. Right, you're right. He's going to feel and all this good yes, stuff. Yes, he says he's going to buy himself out of this deal. He's like he's going to go, you know, be an herbalist full time and start curing people. So that's are you saying that's not true? Like he, you can't cure people off herbs strictly off herbs. Right. I want I want to say it's it's somewhat of a semantic because essentially if you have a, a diabetes type two, right, mm -hmm. and they say that's an incurable condition. But if you use some herbs that help regulate your blood sugar to the point where you no longer need medication and you no longer um, sit out in the range of quote unquote diabetic, then essentially in all layman terms, you've been cured, right? But when you look at it from a medicine, uh, um, a traditional medicine and then a scientific aspect, they say that since that disease can continuously come back, technically it's not cured, it's just in a state of remission or, or reversal. So it comes back to a, a semantic. So when people say um, I can use it, I'm going to be curing or I have been cured. When someone says I have been cured, I mean, you can't really take anything away from that because they feel like they have been improved. But when you, and, I, and I'm saying this strictly from the scientific community, like I, when you take me, I'll tell somebody, yeah, that's a cure. But, you know, for legal reasons and legal purposes, I've seen a lot of herbalists get jammed up by saying that. And that's why I always like to, to make it very known for our community. So 
other herbalists that are coming up don't get hit with a practicing medicine without a license. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be very careful about that word because it's. That's important. Absolutely. It is. Um, We're talking about everything. You said you drink, you, you started this with the whole cancer journey and everything. What herbs did you find along the way that actually helps with that process? Cause I was just telling Myra King, I watched a video the other day of this woman crying her eyes out. She went through chemo. She's, she's better now, but she says she feels like the process of chemo, there has to be another way. Cause it broke her spiritually and mentally down so far that to the point that now, even though she, you know, she's cancer free, she has to recover from the trauma that she went through with chemo. So is there another, I ain't gonna say another way, but are there uh, herbs, herbs or anything yeah. like that that can help us with that process? Hey, this your boy Desi Des. And it's your boy Mojo. And if you like what you are seeing so far, make I sure you, you like, like comment, and subscribe to the page. Please. And if all else fails and you like what you're talking about, so as this merch wise, baby, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? Check us out on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook at Twisty Youngins with a Z. You know what I'm talking about? Make sure you give us an email mm-hmm. at twistyyoungins at gmail.com for it, all promotions. Where is it at? At twistyyoungins at gmail.com? Yes, sir, with a Z. And also, if y'all don't like what you see right now as far as merch-wise, we yeah. got more merch, and we also do your yeah, merch. Do your merch, Send too. Us in a we couple support designs. everybody. Yeah, and we do promotional packages, interviews, videos, articles, whatever you guys need, man. Just Thank make you. sure you hit us up. Holla at you, baby. That's absolutely yes. Um, dealing with cancer, especially dealing with the conventional treatments like chemo, there's it's a twofold battle because number one, you're trying to offset the damages that the chemotherapy is doing, mm-hmm. right? So the the question, I guess, the original question is, are there herbs to help? Yes, and I think in this regard, the best are medicinal mushrooms. Now there are a couple of other herbs that work very well, like astragalus root, jalgulin. Um, those are roots that aren't mushrooms that are very beneficial to dealing with cancer and with the treatment of, of chemotherapy. But reishi mushroom, chaga mushroom, cordyceps mushroom, and turkey tail mushroom are really, really good um, adjunct um, supplementation that you can do while if you decide to go through chemo. And if you don't, then you want to take a whole lot of that. Um, as soon as possible, but they have shown, and this is how they work. They help recover your cells from damage, right? So this toxins from the chemotherapy help recover those cells. And then they help purge the toxins out of your body as well as helping, you know, just your overall well-being during that process. And that is really, really key because the emotional health aspect, when you're dealing with such a traumatic diagnosis of fear, um, filling diagnosis is having a calm head and and also having the recovery aspects as well. Absolutely. Where can people find the supplements that you just mentioned? Uh, where can they find those? At? I mean, not uh, supplements. I'm sorry. The mushrooms. <laughs> the mushroom. Yeah, I, I have uh, the full extracts on my web store, which is okay. uh, parotbeverages.com. Okay. Uh, so a lot you can find all of the things that I named on that site. I have different blends, but you can find the individuals ones as well for the uh, the experimenters out there. I love people that like to experiment and they'll take each herb individual and then just try to mix it to, to, their, uh, to their flavor, if you will, to their body type. Absolutely. Um, another thing I want to ask you about, because obviously heavy in our community, especially, I mean, in the Black community, our elders deal with a lot of high blood pressure or like you say, um, the whole sugar levels and everything. And obviously with diabetes, is there anything in that area that will help us 
far as the younger generation moving forward, who's now trying to get their bodies and everything together to ward off the disease or to get off the, um, the whole diabetes train and everything like that. Is there anything that they can do to help themselves as well as the elders who are dealing with diabetes and stuff like that? Absolutely. And obviously out, out of respect for time and obviously everyone's intelligence, I'm not going to talk about the dietary changes that need to, to happen. Obviously mm -hmm. if you want your blood sugar not to be sky high. You can't eat cheesecake and donuts and, <laughs> and, and cornbread every day. Mm -hmm. You know, not gonna, it's not gonna be of benefit. But in order to help the, the organs that do produce the insulin and help regulate the blood sugar, there are several herbs that are very beneficial. Um, there's some basic ones like cinnamon, but I like to use herbs, the, the adaptogen herbs, because I feel they have more bang for their buck. So a herb like joglin will help reduce blood sugar, help improve insulin sensitivity, and help reduce bad cholesterol in the blood. Okay. So you can one herb called joglin, and I've seen like family members, friends, every single person I've given this herb to, they have experienced benefits where their blood sugar numbers have been regulated. And I did even, a, I did a case study myself on this one where they took this for a month. It was actually a one of the worst type two diabetics that I've ever come across. And I asked him if he was willing to do this test. He said, yeah, for one month, right? He was taking three insulin injections per day. And he would also every month have to get an injection in his eye because he had diabetic glaucoma where there was fluid built in. Mm -hmm. So, and he was doing, doing that injection per every month for about a year. Um, so after the, a month of using this herb, joglin, the botanical name is Gynostema pentaphylum. If anybody is nerding out and wouldn't want to know about that, gotcha. but um, using that daily reduces blood sugar numbers. And he recorded them every single day. Every time he, he took his blood sugar, he would record his numbers. He would tell me the time that he took the herb. He would do it in the morning, afternoon, and evening, every single day out of the, out of the 30 days that he did that. Every single day, his numbers would go down, except for about one. And he told me it was because he actually had the eye injection. And when he get that eye injection, his numbers always go skyrocketing. So at the end of the month, we recorded all, had all the data, all the numbers, and you see a clear, direct drop in his blood sugar. And after that month, he no longer had to get the injections in his eye because his, his diabetic glaucoma got better. His, his A1C got better. So it was, everything got better using this consistently. So that, that's one of the things I can say for sure. My father as well, um, he didn't believe it. After I told him about the case study, he, he's type two diabetic as well. And, you know, our older generation is, you know, it's really difficult to make them change their ways. So, mm -hmm. you know, he used to eat, you know, eating a certain type of way, drinking a certain type of way, et cetera. Um, but I said, look, this can assist you in this journey to improve your health. And I showed him the data. He didn't believe it. He tried it. He was like, oh, shoot, this is something crazy. I think we're on to something. And that was just, that's one of the things that let me know, like, in real time, we can use Jogulin to really, really benefit our communities because diabetes and cholesterol is rampant. Yes, it is. Facts. Do you, do you eat meat or consume alcohol? Uh, I do, on occasion. Um, alcohol, not too much, but... I eat meat as a part of the diet. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. 
So you, yeah, because I've been tell, I've been trying to tell Myron them. So in my mind, I feel like I want to cut meat out of my diet. I'm right. not sure why. I ain't gonna say I'm not sure why. I mean, obviously it's flesh. I want to cut flesh out of my diet. Period. But I mean, a lot of people tell me, "Oh, well, how are you gonna get your protein?" And I feel like you know the protein comes from the animal eating plants, which plants get protein from photosynthesis and all that other stuff. So. In my, I'm trying to ask you, is there any health benefits to just being strictly um, plant-based for as just vegetables and fruits and stuff like that with cutting meat out? Or do you need meat in your diet to maintain a healthy level of stability? Good question. That's a great question. And it's a pretty complex question because meat does have some benefits from the proteins, but essentially cutting meat out and going fully plant-based, well, benefit a whole lot of people especially people dealing with the problems of disease if you don't have a disease if you don't have a diagnosis then usually eating meat isn't that bad but the quality of the meat is everything mm. so you know at the end of the day our communities the way we get our food the way we get our meat is filled with hormones it's usually the worst cuts in our communities and a lot of the times the way that the food is raised is piss poor they're eating terrible they're filled with antibiotics and they're not happy so there is a transfer i believe um of energy when you consume uh the flesh of an animal that lives in poor conditions you will be transferring that um over as well so um to build on your point yeah <laughs> mojo there is definitely benefits of going plant-based it's not a question at all um and you asked me if i eat meat yeah i do eat meat because i like to eat meat <laughs> That's a good I, yeah, straight up. but i i and, and i always say this you live life knowing you you're supposed to know the, the the negatives and the positives of life you know people go out there they consume alcohol i don't really consume alcohol like that anymore but when i did i drank it i know i was getting sauce and i knew i was poisoning my body but i did it because i wanted to have a good time i wanted to live my life to the fullest you know community engagements there's emotional health aspects that go along with that as well but you know there is definitely a lot of benefits of cutting meat out because we consume entirely too much of it yeah i mean it, it, for me it was just i came back from overseas i went overseas and i went to europe and i had me i tasted a steak overseas in europe for the first time i couldn't get with it but it was me drinking what would we normally say a fanta or something like that yeah. drinking stuff like that eating normal i ain't gonna say normal foods that we consume over here but something close to it and it tastes completely different because they use cane you know they use brown sugar they use cane sugar they use brown sugar the meat like i said when you go into a store in there over there when they sell meat in a store like you said the, the placement where you're getting your meat from you smell the blood in the dang on store you could tell this meat is fresh it's coming straight from, you know, like you said, straight from the horse's mouth. So it's that type of situation. So when I came back and I had already gotten rid of somewhat of pork, I keep telling people it's hard for me to get rid of bacon, but I've cut pork chops and all of that stuff out. And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, the pig, the filthy beast. And I'm like, well, have you ever been on a farm? Do you not know you eat chicken? Chicken is about as nasty as a pig is. It's a filthy animal. That's why they say El Pollo Loco, crazy chicken running with your head cut off. So stuff like that. And then obviously shrimps being the roach of the sea. So all of that stuff started to scare me. So I started looking into herbalism and plant-based diets and all of that stuff immediately. 
And I was just like, you know, I don't know if there's a full benefit to it because no one can give me that. Now, another question I do want to ask you about is sunlight. When it comes to um, herbalism and sunlight, I see a lot of herbalists say that, you know, we as melanin people need to get sunlight, even say specific times of the day for us to get sunlight because it gives us vitamin B and all this other stuff. Is there any validity to that stuff? A thousand percent. Okay. We human beings, especially in our melanin, beautiful, dark skin, we need to get out there and absorb that. Um, you know, we... We don't need to wear sunblock, right? We don't really get sunburn and skin cancer and all that because we are built for the sun and we actually require a lot more sun than, you know, maybe our, our Caucasian counterparts or anybody in other communities that have fairer skin. But we actually need to absorb that. And our skin absorbs that, that those sun rays, translates it into its vitamin D, but it's technically not a vitamin. It's more of a hormone. Mm -hmm. So it's... A, hormone that is gets triggered by good amount adequate amount of, of sunlight which improves our energy levels which improves our immune systems which improves our metabolism it has a crazy amount of benefits it's not you know it, it's kind of funny because our body uses the same vitamins and hormones for multiple different aspects of our health so definitely getting out of the sun, not to mention just the, the idea when you're in the sun, you're also in fresh air, Absolutely. you know, is this the deep breathing, the air aspect, and then the absorption of the sun is essential um, for, for our health, for our emotional health and immunity. What is something, uh, what is a good herb, um, what is a good herb that um, average human being can take on the daily to um, keep their body going, you know, help with their immune system, not necessarily saying that there's anything going on with them. Like, you know, like one may take vitamins daily, you know, a daily like vitamin a day or, something. or something like that. What, what would you recommend for someone just looking to work on their immune system? You know, nothing's going on just as of yet, but just something they can uh, have maybe like a daily intake of. Um, I would say nettle. Nettle leaf is a really good one. Um, nettle leaf is, it's, I like to consume it in the tea. And honestly, I think the way that the herbs are consumed are actually almost as important as the herbs themselves, mm -hmm. because it, it really boils down to how can you build this into your habit? You know, some people wake up every day and they'll, they want a coffee, right? If you can replace your coffee with a, a nettle tea and you can drink that and it can seamlessly go through your day and you can consistently do that for a week that might be more important than using a high powered herb that's in a tincture form that you'd hate because it's bitter and you're not consistent with it so i can tell you that the creme de la creme of herbs in my opinion but then if it doesn't work out you know for your daily habits then that might not um work for you so i think the the the, the way that they're consumed might be a little more important than the actual herb itself Mm -hmm. Okay. And how long, uh, um, I'm sorry, it was uh, my mistake. How long have you been studying herbs and experimentation and these case studies? How long right. have you been doing this? Uh, it's been about six years. So about, about six years, um, starting from the self-teaching, um, then going into the buying every single type of herb that was on the market. Is it <laughs> expensive? Oh my goodness. Well, the, I would say this, the research and development portion of, of my knowledge, yeah, that was expensive. I was buying 
herbs from everybody. And I want, I wanted to see what, what was the best way to do it. The powders, the teas, the whole herbs. But I have found that the, the liquid extracts, the dual extracts, means water and alcohol, those were the most potent and they had the fastest effect and the most profound effect. So yeah, um, I kind of went off a tangent, but you asked me, you know, how long have I been doing this? So oh, yeah, that, great. yeah, yeah, that, that, pro that process was about six years. I'll say two years was studying. And when I say study, it was out of research from other herbalists. Dr. Sabi was one of my great mentors, Dr. Layla Africa, a lot of other herbalists, even alive right now. KT, the arch degree was a, a big inspiration for me uh, still. Um, I mean, there's a lot of herbalists, but learning from individuals that are actually willing to share their information and knowledge, mm. taking it, jotting it down, then questioning it. And, and, and it's not a, a form of disrespect to the elders. It's like, look, I, I appreciate what you're teaching me and I want to know it fully in my, in my reality. So I'm going to scrutinize what you're doing and try to disprove it just to make sure that it stands the test of time. And then that lets me know that is real and valid. So that was, you know, went through that process of, of the experimentation. And, and that was another, I would say about a year. And then I would say about, four years of pure business, f finding that I, I know this is true and then building a brand and then, you know, trying to get all, all the herbs out to as many people as possible, educating and providing tools for as many as I could. What Absolutely. results did you see in yourself that sparked to keep going full head forward to where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is definitely real. Um. It, it's, it, you know, I was my wife had a throat infection on her birthday mm. and we went out. Um, we was about to go. Out. We uh, I took her out to the city. We had this hotel. I took her to miniature golf. We went bowling. It was just a whole great date night. And at the like almost during before the dinner time, she was like, look, I have this really bad. Like my throat hurts I, um, and I got the chills. And I was like damn, I was like, when did this, when did this happen? Like, when did this start? She was like, it started early, but I didn't want to tell you because you had this great day all planned for me. I was like, all right, look. And I had brought a big bottle of the, the blend that I make. It's called an elixir. It's a blend of juices and vitamins and herbs all together. I was like, all right, well, let's do an experiment. We're going to drink like half this bottle and let's see how you feel. And then we drank almost the whole bottle. We, like, we were just taking shots of it because you pour shots and it's, there's no alcohol in it, but it's just juice. And about an hour later, you know, she would, she got out of it because she was the chills, like under the covers, under the blanket. I thought it was a wrap. I was like, this night is over. It's a wash. Uh, I thought we was going to have a good one. Um, but an hour later, she was like, look, she had this blotch on her neck. Mm -hmm. She's light-skinned. So she had a blotch on her neck. And I'm like, what is that? She was like, I don't know, but I feel better. You ready to go to dinner? Mm. I was like, let's go. And after I saw that, because she usually gets an annual throat infection that really puts her out for a day or, or two. And this happened, you know, she had recovered in an hour, you know, after knowing that she was going downhill. And that was like, all right, this is real. And then I looked at her throat, you know, like looked in there and it was definitely like an infection. Like, you know, you have those white things that mm -hmm. usually have a throat infection, but she didn't have the fever anymore. She didn't have any of the symptoms of chill or fatigue and she just went about her day and the infection was naturally being taken care of because she had her immune system boosted with the herbs. And that's why I was like, all right, this is, 
it's a theory, but I'm seeing it actually happening in real time. So that was one of the, the big ones. Also, I had made a couple of visits to hospitals um, for people that had unknown stomach issues. Mm-hmm. Now, it happened to be, you know, usually, I, I don't know if y'all know this, but one of the most common surgical removals is from your gallbladder. Right. A lot, a lot. I think there's like 600,000 gallbladder removal surgeries every single year. And it's honestly, I don't know if they're really effective or not, but I can say that before anybody tries to do that, use goji berry. If you have a gallbladder issue, if you suspect a gallbladder issue, if you have an unknown stomach issue at all, using an extract, a liquid extract of goji berry, a tonic form will have tremendous benefits. Now, like go back to these hospital visits. Like there was one, a brother, my brother, he had a, his ex-girl, she was in the hospital for about four days with uh, extremely terrible stomach pain, like gut pain. She was unable to eat, she was unable to drink, and she was unable to use the bathroom. This is for four days. So she's in the hospital, the doctor's like, all right, we gotta do something. We don't know what's wrong, but we're going to say we're going to, it's gallbladder. So let's 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 take your gallbladder out. I told her before you do it, just just try this. It took her about two hours to convince herself to actually drink the tonic because her mom was there and they was all afraid. And and, and I guess it's kind of valid to be afraid of the unknown. Um, even though I think that's nonsense because herbs have been safe for thousands of years for thousands of different people, millions of people essentially through. Um, all of our cultures and history but you know given that she's in a hospital setting everyone trusts doctors and as doctors say that herbs are potentially hazardous you know so she had her hesitations but when she took it about 15 minutes later she had just vomited up something nasty and then she felt like she had to take a shower so us visiting her in the hospital was all right we'll go we'll go downstairs and sit at the cafeteria eat something and when we went back, which was about an hour later, she was like, I feel so much better. Like I'm hungry now. So after four days of not being able to eat, she took this elixir, puked up something nasty, and then she was able to eat. And then the next day she went home, no gallbladder removed. And after that, a couple of weeks later, I had the same situation. Someone called me with a very similar situation. And at this point, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, they about to cut your gallbladder out? Wait. And they was in South Jersey, probably like a two hour uh, drive from me. I'm like, I'm pulling up. Don't let them cut nothing off you until I get there. So I went there and I had some confidence at this point because I seen it already. And, and I wasn't sure if this was the same situation, but it sounded very similar. She was in the hospital for five days, not able to eat, not able to drink, not able to defecate, not able to urinate. So I go there, I give it a, she was hesitant as well, but we had a closer relationship. So she trusted me. And she drank it. She actually take, took two shots. And about 45 minutes later, she was like, oh, shoot, I think I feel something. And I was like, all right, what, what's going on? What's going on? She was like, yo, I got to go to the bathroom after five days. So she goes to the bathroom. It's the loudest urination I've ever heard. And she, and she was in there just enjoying herself. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and when she came out, she was like, I can't believe this. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. And I'm I, I'm good. I don't need no surgery. I'm ready to go home. 
And that was it. Like two this on your website. I'm sorry to cut you off, but this what you're speaking of is on your website as well. The goji, uh, the goji bear. Yeah, absolutely. The goji oh. bear is on the website as well. What are your thoughts on seedless fruits and vegetables? Does it give you the same benefit? I'm looking in these stores now. I'm seeing seedless watermelon, seedless limes. I'm like, seedless grapes. Like, no, no, they don't. Hello, what you? I'm sorry. What'd you say? Yeah, no, they do not. The seedless, the seedless stuff that's in our grocery stores right now do not have the same nutrients as an organically grown fruit of the same variety let's say you know in paradise you know in the caribbean or something like that it just doesn't have the same and it is and it's not to say that you shouldn't eat fruits or fruits are bad or or the seedless fruits are, are terrible for you no no they're not bad for you they're just not really that great for you at, in comparison to the ones that you know heirloom fruits if you will just wouldn't provide any benefits really you just be eating it <laughs> I mean, it, it provides more benefits than eating a bag of potato chips. Okay, okay, gotcha. So, yeah, yeah. I like I like to make sure that people because I've seen this I've seen this um, conversation uh, many a time where it'd be like, all right, well, you every if everything is bad, then I might as well just eat bad. You know, no, no, no let's not let's not do that. I don't want to demonize a, a, a fruit, something that actually grew, even though it may have been hybridized or whatever. It actually grew. In order to go through that process, you need nature and you need divine intelligence, no matter what. Even if it is um, slightly altered by 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 man hybridization, but at the end of the day, it's still grown. It's still from the mother earth, and it still can be very beneficial to you. So I guess the the answer is yes, they're good. No, they're not as good as the originals. What um, herbs or any uh, fruits and vegetables? Or anything that you recommend for someone dealing with thyroids or ingestion? Yeah, thyroid, okay. thyroids first. Yeah, I'm um, saying, that's becoming more common now that I'm mm-hmm. noticing, especially with older African American women. Uh, they're in, you know, getting thyroid, getting surgery. They have to get their uterus removed because of thyroids and all of that. You know what I mean? Just some people right. can't have children because their uterus removed due to their thyroids. Yeah, that's it's it's really really upsetting um situation. But the thyroid, yeah, there's ashwagandha. That's one of the main herbs that I suggest for anyone that's having thyroid issues because now usually um when you think thyroid, a lot of people think iodine and they want to make sure you put a, a herb or something that's high in iodine, but all thyroid issues are not the same. You can have hyper thyroidism, hypothyroidism. You can have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune condition to your thyroid. So there's a lot of, you know, situations where your thyroid can be impacted. So a blanket herb, I think the best one would be ashwagandha. Um, and that's because the ashwagandha root, it has, it's called dual directional ability, meaning that it can in, increase the function of the thyroid if it's too low, or it can decrease the function of the thyroid if it's too high. And then it has immune modulating abilities, which means if your immune system is too aggressive, it can calm that aggression of the immune system without suppressing it. So, um, you know, a lot, I know a lot of autoimmune conditions, they take immune suppressants. Well, you don't want to suppress your immune system because you need that to fight infections all the time. So if you can find an herb that is immune modulatory, like ashwagandha for, the astro, uh, for your thyroid, 
that I think is, um, that's my number one. That's my go-to. And this is on your website as well. Ashwagandha, yes. I have that extract as well. Okay. There we go. Now, when we're talking these elixirs, do you have a step-by-step to make these elixirs or are you just at the house, you know what I'm saying, doing what you do and you know know your stuff so you know how to get this together? Is there any way that we out here as the people can get these elixirs made with some of the products that you're preaching us to? Um, Well, my blend is proprietary, but I can definitely give, I, I sell like most of the individual parts of the elixirs anyway. So the elixir is it's a bunch of different stuff. It's vitamins, it's juices, it's teas, it's herbs all combined into one. But I also have the herbs, the teas, the vitamins sold separately. So essentially, if you want, you can get those and start blending blending your own stuff. Got okay. it. Now, can I ask you, um, before we get out of here, what is about, um, what is the underground light road? What is that about? Ah, yeah. So the underground light road for me, it was actually, I got this name from a follower who was on my last account that got deleted. You know, my, my Instagram account was deleted um, a couple of months ago because I was actually sharing people's real time experience with recovering from this past year's pandemic. Yeah. So that went against community guidelines, apparently. So my, my, my first page got deleted. So I, felt it was essential um, for this knowledge to get out by meeting people in person. So I wanted to make sure that we had an outlet, you know, meeting a meeting place, a speakeasy. That's what the underground light road is. It's like we're, meet, we're meeting in secret and we're sharing this very, very essential knowledge with each other and our different experiences. So censorship cannot stop this. You know, we are, we are sharing energy. We are sharing uh, our, general care and love for individuals that have a mindset of wanting to help themselves, wanting to help their families, wanting to help their communities. So the underground light road was something I felt like, you know, we're being suppressed. At the end of the day, I know this is, it's a little off, but we are technically slaves. And that's not just people of our color. It's everybody at this point. Everyone is in that 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 realm because we're 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 working. We're being told what we have to do. Um, we, we are under a lot of constrict constrictions that do not allow us true freedom in regards to our health, in regards to the things that we do on a day to day basis, and even in what we put inside of our body in some cases. So you know, this was an idea. The underground light road is to bring people together so we can find solutions and we can work together and build community. Um, because that has been broken over this last year with quarantines and a lot of drama and families splitting up. So I wanted to make sure that individuals that was feeling alone out here because they don't have the same viewpoints as their family members, they can come meet up with us. And I wanted to make the light as uh, bright as possible to bring everybody out. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. People need to know that. Um, I got one more for you. When we're talking about herbs and everything, do you have any um, suggestions for people out here, such as myself and more, who don't do the coffee in the morning, but look for that energy in the morning if they don't already have it or eat it from fruits or anything like that? Do you have anything specific that you could point us in the direction of where stop drinking the Red Bull, you know, do this or something like that or whatever the case may be? Yeah, um, I have a couple of drinks that I made to kind of offset um, just that. Or I'll make a, a beverage that's 
specifically catered to improve your energy. Um, if it's simply in the morning before you go to work to replace, you know, that coffee, because a lot of people have the caffeine crashes, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like a pre-workout before you go to the gym, um, anytime you need energy, we have herbs. I, I like to use American ginseng in a lot of my blends. American ginseng is a really um, powerful herb for its, uh, its energetic properties. Um, but there's, there's a couple. A goji berry is good for a lot of electrolytes and its quick ability to absorb and give you more energy. Um, there's, there's a couple of blends. And I, I like to work specifically with people kind of to figure out what their, their, their days are because that's always the best, you know, figure out how your day goes. Like, for example, coffee, there's some teas that can really boost your energy. Uh, so hot tea to replace coffee is is i think it's an easier is an easier route than to go with a juice but yeah american ginseng is good for energy cordyceps uh mushroom is really good for energy astragalus root is really good for energy goji berry blended in there also helps with that 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 process as well so dish the rest and it's it's doing it's doing a lot of it's doing a lot of damage to our communities slowly but surely to your kidneys yes okay lastly what is a good fasting diet method. method to to give Oof. and is that okay it's fat fasting is healthy for you correct like i guess depending on how you fast right resetting the body i'd assume right right i think i think there's a i think it's blanketly obvious to say yes fasting mm-hmm. is great and only because of the average american um so yeah fasting is great i think eating between the windows of noon and before the sun goes down is like the best way. And every expert that I've spoken to have had the, the pleasure of sharing uh, information with, they always say the same thing. You know, you kind of eat with the sun. Like you come up, um, don't eat in the morning, try to fast until the midday and then eat between midday and then before the sun goes down and try to eat two or three meals in that time. That's a good way to jumpstart your metabolism, your digestion, and then you go to sleep you rest and you're, you're recovering instead of digesting. Eating before bed is pretty bad if you want to recover. Now, it seems like you are extremely knowledgeable. You have um, accumulated a lot um, over the course of the six years that you have um, went down this journey. What is something that you still feel like you haven't accomplished that you would like to, to do? Like in, any, any goals or achievements that you have set for yourself that you may want to accomplish that you haven't yet or anything on your, on your, uh, your vision board that you say, hey, I still I have to get this done, you know? Oh, my goodness. We, we, that's a whole nother interview. Oh. We got goals. <laughs> we got goals. We, we, we're never settling. But um, the, the first thing I think is – priority above all is teaching is teaching people that these options are available teaching individuals that have some type of desire so they can be a beacon in their community because i can only go but so far and i don't want to have a target on my back i don't want to be the guy that's out here shuffling these herbs and having all these success stories i want the success stories to come within the communities so they can build their own you know build their own momentum and people when you see your cousin using an herb that your homeboy gave him because he learned from this master herbalist and blah, 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 that holds more weight 
than somebody just going, oh, look at this guy on Instagram and all the stuff that he has and he's showing and he's sharing. No, no, no. It has to be personal. So I really want to teach people that everyone can, it, you don't have to be a magician to share herbal information that can be very beneficial to other people. So teaching is number one, helping people build brands as in entrepreneurism. I think that is essential. Um, the way our economy works, like we need to have more producers. So I want to make sure that people have knowledge and, and understanding that they can build something and share that's not only going to be beneficial to them economically, but also beneficial to their community. So helping entrepreneurs and building brands and passing on this, this health information is the priority for me. Um, and then past that, my next goal would be growing. Um, growing these herbs and, and really cultivating the base process from the seed, growing it up, harvesting it, extractions, and then that's um, that once I get there, obviously it's land, that's facility, that's a lot of other stuff that goes into the mix. But yeah, we're always shooting for the stars. We, we have a clear vision of what's happening and what's going to happen in the future. So I'm um, really excited about it. Now, with you being in New York and New Jersey, they haven't hit you with any of these crazy lawsuits or anything like that. Like, hold on now, slow down, brother. You're not, you know, you're not. Hey, hey, hey now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nah, nah no, no. I don't get no pressure because I always like in the, in the beginning of the interview, I always say there's no cures here. Mm. So if you talk about like, I ain't got no cure for you. So there's no way to, to even come at me. I'm just telling you about basic anatomy. You can you can look, you can ask your doctor about your human body. Does your thyroid work like this? Does hyperthyroidism work like that? It's really about teaching anatomy. And if you understand anatomy and you understand how these it's very intricate and beautiful, and you can understand that baseline stuff, there's nothing any, there's no lawsuits that can be pushed against you unless you're claiming to do something that is against uh, the law. Like if I say I have this herb that's gonna cure you and I can, I can, I can show you, I can promise you, then that's when things get iffy, but I never do that. So I'm, I'm under the radar when it comes to the lawsuits. When is the last time you went to the doctor or the hospital? Um, for, I mean, for any bodily, bodily problems? Uh, for me, for, oh, for a problem. Well, like, I, I, like, like if you're having, I'm only asking this because. Uh, like, was there some wrong? Because you're healthy, you know, you, you, you seem to be pretty healthy as far as like the herbs you consume. So to me, I wouldn't think you probably, yeah. you know, would have to go to the hospital, the doctor visits too, you know, not too often. Too often. Yeah, I, I really don't. I, I've gone um, to get checkups because, you know, for work, I, I had a daycare. So they made me take uh, tuberculosis tests to make sure I don't got TB, blood pressure, blood tests. Uh, but sickness and no, I haven't not. I can't even remember, man. It's been a long. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I don't go to well, uh, we definitely I know you have family in man. Uh, like you said, this is something that can go on and on and on because it's a continuance of nonstop information. Absolutely. Especially with. Yeah. Especially with all the diseases, infections that are out and uh, knowing that there are other alternative routes besides taking pills medicine surgery or possibly depending on the a person's situation so supplements um definitely um we're gonna you know drop drop your website and um 
you know, even even we will be in touch, you know, like, hey, oh, you yeah. know, what, what would you recommend us take for, you know, purchase off your website for this and that, you know what I mean? Like, this is all informational, you know, so yeah. definitely right. appreciate it. I appreciate y'all guys, man. Y'all having me on. I, I really think this is important, you know, to, br to bring this information out to the forefront. And I am your herbalist. I'm your resident herbalist for you guys. If you ever need anything, you just reach out to me. I, I will point you in the right direction. And I'm never ashamed to say it. I'm not sure. And I'll point you in the in another direction to find an expert that can assist. So, yeah, you can reach out to me on my website. You can send me a DM. Um, the website is parabeverages.com. I also have another one, moversandelixers.com. Okay. Yeah, I'm always I'm always here for the people. Yeah, man. We appreciate you, man. Hell yeah, absolutely, Seriously. man. And, we uh, appreciate you coming out. Keep doing what you're doing, taking care of the people and giving the people the knowledge. We will stay in contact with you and hit you up as soon as you get a chance. Other than that, man, enjoy the rest of your day, man, and look forward to come talking to you again. I appreciate you guys, man. Take it easy. Thank you. We appreciate you.